Shannon Cox, your academic coach in the EDD program, and welcome to Beyond the Syllabus. We have a great episode um, today. I am excited because we have many current students with us, and I love to have them on. Um, for today specifically, we are going to be talking about a new honor society um, called Alpha Iota Sigma. First, before we get into it, if you've listened to past episodes, you may um, notice something new on this one, and that is our theme song. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Dr. Jim Martin, core faculty in the program. He brought his guitar in and recorded us a theme song, and we love it, and we're super grateful for him for doing that. Um, who knew hidden talent, Dr. Martin plays the guitar. So we're excited to add that to this podcast. Um, additionally, I want to let you all know, uh, today is April 28th, 2020. Um, as you know, we are currently in the pandemic of the coronavirus. Um, so usually I record these podcasts in the library, in a podcast room, specifically um, for doing these things with a microphone. Um, but campus is closed right now, so we're all working from home. Um, everyone on this podcast today is joining by Zoom, which has been um, utilized by lots of people now more than ever, which is great that we can all stay connected. However, sometimes our, our internet, you know, quality goes out or the Zoom um, experiences some overflow. So we hope the sound quality today is good. If not, um, bear with us. As always, you can reach out with any questions that you have about any of these podcasts. We hope that you do. Um, but that I just wanted to let you guys know. In case you're listening to this also on the other side of this pandemic, um, where we are today when we're talking to you. So I want to get started on um, learning more about our new Honor Society and the students who are here with us. So I have with me today the executive team for the newly created Alpha Iota Sigma Honor Society for the Graduate School at Creighton University, the president, Pamela McAfee, the vice president, Andrea Cuervos Prados, the treasurer, Sarah Barwani, and secretary, Bree Chesser. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Shannon. Happy to be here. Great. I also have joining us um, the faculty member, Candice Bloomquist. Hello. And then um, also a part of this as a staff advisor is Leah Holtz, who isn't with us today, but wanted to make sure you guys knew that she was a partner in this as well. So we're going to jump right in. Um, Candice suggested we cover the what, the when, the where, the why, and I think that's a great idea. So we're going to do just that. Um, so Pamela, we'll start with you. Um, what is Alpha Iota Sigma? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question, Shannon. Alpha Iota Sigma is an interdisciplinary studies honor society. The mission of AIS is to recognize and advance the academic scholarship and achievement of interdisciplinary students. As an honor society, AIS promotes the benefits of interdisciplinary work, provides a forum to encourage interdisciplinary collaboration among students, faculty, and community members, 
It investigates and encourages methods of interdisciplinary learning. It enhances understanding and application of interdisciplinary knowledge among the general public. And it creates a sense of community among interdisciplinary students and graduates of interdisciplinary programs. It also is a specialty thing for an advancement for student members of AIS by motivating their peers to excel in interdisciplinary scholarship. It helps to foster connections between our academic coursework and the larger community through civic engagement projects. And it encourages honor graduates to be leaders in addressing the complex problems of contemporary society with the highest intellectual, ethical, and moral standards. Great. So Pamela, not only are you choosing to be a member, but you are the president of um, this chapter, I think it's called. Why did you choose to seek out that role in this honor society? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, I think all four of us were very honored to be asked um, by the faculty of the uh, EDD interdisciplinary uh, program uh, to be a part of the executive team. And when we first met with Dr. Bloomquist about this, um, I think all four of us were extremely excited. I know they'll be able to speak for themselves, but I think this, it was a good part of trying to be able to uh, choose who would be the best person for each, uh, each role. Um, and we kind of kind of took uh, a stab at what we thought we might be able to perform while we're also trying to work and also trying to do our do our our study work for the program. So uh, at the time, the presidential position seemed to be to fit uh, kind of where I was where I am in the program right now, and so it it was a you know, a great opportunity for me to be able to speak out about what it's like to be a student um, in the program and work full time and then also uh, be an honor student. So it was more, more a, a choice uh, uh, as we were deciding on which roles we would pick as to how we would do all of this. And that's how it came out. That's great. That's exciting for sure. Thank you. It was very exciting. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, Andrea. Yes, uh, Shannon. <laughs> could you say a little bit more um, about when students can expect to hear more about the Honor Society and what they can look forward to? Sure. Thank you. Well, when, I will say now. On April 27, Dr. Blomquist sent emails inviting only outstanding students to be part of Alpha Yoda Sigma. So, the students who meet the criteria to be part of the Honor Society should have an email now. In that message, those students will find instructions to join us. Please check your email and accept the invitation by Monday, May 25th of this year. Also, you asked me about what can they look forward to. And we are working very hard in our first induction ceremony. As you may imagine, it will be an online event. Please save this date, Wednesday, June 3rd at 7 p.m. We are talking Central Time. Again, Wednesday, June 3rd at 7 p.m. There, 
we will have a fantastic guest speaker. I know you know who is it, right? Um, Shannon? I've heard -na -na -na. Who is yes. it? Yes. Chris Lowney. This is amazing, right? That's, I can't even believe it. It's super I know. Cool. This is awesome. Chris Lowney is the author of six books and he has co-authored two more. I'm sure you will know him for the best selling heroic leadership. And by the way, that book has been translated into 11 languages. Also, Chris Lowney has lectured in more than 20 countries on five continents. So I'm sure we will have a blast on June 3rd. Last thing, this virtual event will be available only for members of this Honor Society. Great, yes, that is, I mean, I was pretty impressed to hear um, all at orientation when our students come to campus. Uh, always, I hear them talking about Lowney, Lowney, what did Lowney say? And so that's a great opportunity to be able to have him at this induction ceremony for sure. I know. Well, Andrea, I'll ask you the same question I asked Pamela. Um, kind of your motivations or what you're excited about for this honor society to be involved um, on the executive team. Yes, I think Pamela summarized very well our thoughts at that moment. And truth be told, I really wanted to have the opportunity um, because we're very close to graduation, like two of us, Sarah and I. And personally, I really wanted to join the organization, but I also wanted to have a role that won't be like so demanding, but at the same time that I can like do so many things for the association or for the Honor Society. I think the vice president was a great role. And, um, but I also believe that each of us could perform each role in a very nice way. So it was more a decision. We cannot have two presidents. We cannot have two vice presidents. <laughs> but we all are working so hard supporting each other. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, Sarah, where can students turn to if they have questions or want to find more information about AIS? Hi, Shannon, thanks for asking. Um, so right now, I think mo a lot of the questions are surrounding membership and how to pay dues. And um, we're utilizing Venmo right now because that's directly linked to our Creighton Federal Credit Union account. So that's the easiest for us. But if people have questions, they can contact me. Um, we also have other committees that we um, are, are starting to form and we will eventually be asking um, our our student members to be joining us in these um, committees and, and to see how we can move things forward. So uh, right now I'm working on um, membership and induction. So um, hopefully that's kind of a short term thing. Um, and then Andrea, who just spoke, she'll be um, on the research and networking committee. And the purpose of that committee is um, one of our charges from national um, AIS are to plan research service and recognition events and that our committee aims to promote and coordinate matters related to research. So we want to have um, a research arm of our um, AIS chapter and then Pamela, President Pamela, um, she is in charge of community engagement and the and affinity um, committee. So um, one of our charges, as, as Pamela mentioned, is, is community work. And so 
um, going forward in the future, how we might be able to incorporate um, community engagement, uh, volunteer work, maybe through our um, learning institutes or other times when students are on campus. And then lastly, um, the thing I am really excited about is uh, Bree is in charge of the scholarship and fundraising committee. And we are hoping to um, establish many scholarships for students in the EDD program, um, possibly to, you know, help fund for books or, um, you know, for the dissertation process. There's uh, qualitative software sometimes people need to get or um, paying for transcription services. So we're hoping to get um, some funds raised for that and to be able to help out our fellow students. So I'm pretty excited about all the things we have going there. Um, and if anybody, um, Andrea mentioned too, uh, her and I are kind of the short-termers in this group. We're hoping to um, finish uh, probably fall one, maybe fall two of the coming year and or this year i'm sorry of 2020 and so um we will no longer be able to serve in our roles as treasurer and vice president so if people are interested in in taking on those roles or running for those positions uh we'd be good to talk to you for that so thank you great and sarah what is the best way for students to contact you with those uh, questions yeah probably through email and i'm at um sarah barwani at creighton.edu Great. And of course, always email me and I can get you connected to her as well. That is, um, I loved listening to all of the things you said, you guys, the committees. Um, I think in an online program, and it's funny, Sarah, I just realized this is your second podcast episode. So you're now a regular. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you were on when we talked about graduate student government, which That's is a correct. great way for students to get involved. And this is another way where, again, Creighton isn't just an online blue line course, you know, and it obviously that's why you're all here, but we would love for students to be able to take advantage of more things that um, Creighton organizations can do for them and connect them to Creighton and connect them with other students at Creighton. So all of the things you were mentioning, I think is a great way to, another avenue for that to happen. Yeah, I've found like as a student, it's really kind of been meaningful for me to get kind of embedded in the, in the Creighton environment. And so taking advantage of, well, not really taking advantage, but, you know, getting involved and getting invested, it's been really fun for me. That's great. We love it. Thank you. And Bree, um, can you summarize for us why someone might want to become a student or an associate member? Maybe you can also even talk about what the associate member is of this honor society. Yes, absolutely. So the official answer to that, at least the one that shows up on the national um, website for Alpha Iota Sigma says that it's designed to promote excellence in interdisciplinary studies. Um, but really, this question was one that I struggled with a little bit when I was first asked if I wanted to be a part of this sort of inaugural executive team. Um, I, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, is this just, what, a couple more letters, something I get to throw in my resume? Am I just paying money? Um, for, for those kudos, so to speak, um, and I really wasn't interested in that. And so I dug a little bit deeper and I encourage anybody who's interested in possibly joining to definitely check out the website. Um, reach out to any one of us if you have specific questions. So um, there's a lot of 
good that I think is going to come out of this and likely has come out of other chapters across the country. Um, Sarah did a great job of sort of outlining the different committees that we are establishing right now. Um, so it definitely is a resume builder, right? It's never a bad thing to say you are part of a graduate level honor society. So that's, that's a perk. But I think for me, what it really came down to was, um, and a lot of people have touched on this already, just the opportunity to network and connect with some really amazing people. Um, particularly from an interdisciplinary perspective. I think that is part of what makes this society unique. Um, we have an opportunity to sort of reach out and collaborate in a setting with uh, potentially like-minded people here at Creighton within our Creighton chapter, but then also opportunities that we hope we can facilitate for students to attend interdisciplinary conferences and research presentations outside of Creighton um, and connect with other um, chapters or members of other honor society chapters that are part of Alpha Iota Sigma. Um, and so I think for me, it really came down to that um, and then when it comes to being a part of this executive team and even other members that might be interested in joining, um, I think there's a great learning opportunity to get involved on some of these committees and just learn about how they work and how we establish goals and processes and, and what that might look like. If you haven't had an opportunity to be a part of something like that within your, you know, employment setting, um, this could be a great segue into that. Um, and you had asked about the associate membership. So, so we have student membership for those that are current students, but then we have an associate membership for that's open to alumni and then any faculty and staff that are associated with the interdisciplinary studies program here at Creighton. And so the hope is that um, people can join as students and then they can continue their membership and continue to be involved and collaborate and network um, and take advantage of all of the cool things that we're hoping we can plan and get off the ground. Um, once they have graduated, they can continue to be a part of that. Great, that's a great opportunity for students to stay connected um, for sure to the program as well. Yeah. Um, so I know you mentioned, or Sarah, somebody, one of you <laughs> mentioned um, the emails already went out um, and like I said, this is April 28th. Um, going forward, students may listen to this and catch up. What is the timeline students can expect going forward? Or maybe they didn't get invited this year, um, but I would assume they would be considered for the next time you look into that if they raise their GPA or um, however that might work out. So is this kind of the time frame every year students could expect on this process to happen? And I will say yes. Okay. Yeah, whoever wants to answer it, take it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was actually thinking uh, Dr. Bloomquist might help us with that answer, but I think, um, yes, you we can expect uh, for emails and things for students to come out about this time, especially because we want to try and have the induction ceremonies like at the probably the, the more the summer writing institute um, as as well as i understand we'll do ours virtually this year but we're hoping that in the future you know it'll be an on-campus thing and so we want to make um, sure that 
you know, that everybody knows about it. So obviously we would need to try and get letters out around the time that we're, they're currently going out now. And then, um, and then follow up with the induction ceremony in June, giving people about a month's time to apply and, and, uh, and, and pay dues. Great. Thank you. Candace, is there anything you want to add to that or anything we've missed or we should know? I have another question for you too. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm, I guess I'll start with I'm super excited about the, the Honor Society. Um, when I first was searching for a graduate organization that we could uh, facilitate through the EDD program, when the, this Honor Society popped onto my radar, I was super excited. The mission, I think, really aligns with Creighton's values and attitudes and so uh, and the interdisciplinary nature I think um, is unique for our program among any other leadership programs, doctoral leadership programs that I see across the country, the interdisciplinarity of ours is unique and I think this Honor Society really um, fits well with that as well. Um, regarding the, the timing, uh, Pamela nailed it, uh, saying that this is the time of year that you'll, um, students can expect. So our requirements, our criteria are that students are, have passed candidacy and then meet the 3.7 GPA. We set a stringent, as a graduate honor society, we set a very stringent um, GPA. It is higher than the uh, national organization. Each chapter can choose their own uh, GPA requirement and we set a stringent one um, because we do strive for MAGIS here at Creighton. So we set it higher than what you'll see on the national organization site. Um, so uh, candidacy happens twice a year. So students typically, if you're in your plan of study um, rhythm, you'll be completing your candidacy at the end of spring one and at the end of fall one. So once the students complete candidacy, we'll run the GPAs of all the students that have passed candidacy um, for both the fall and the spring. And then the invitation letters will come out around this time. Like Pamela said, we do plan to coordinate the induction ceremony with the June Learning Institute each year. So that's the timing that, that anyone can expect um, for it each year. So we'll, this is definitely gonna be the, we hope, um, will be the largest um, class to be inducted because it is the first class um, to be inducted. Future classes will be a little bit smaller. Um, but uh, we're excited about this first, and because we're also inviting all the associate members this first year as well. Um, so we're hoping for a great um, virtual crowd for the Chris Lowney uh, keynote address during the induction ceremony on June 3rd. Awesome. So you talked about why you chose this honor society, but why did you um, work to bring any honor society. Why were you, um, why was that important for you to do to find an honor society for our students to have the opportunity to be a part of? Yeah, um, that's a good question. All the different motivations <laughs> for, for it. I think that there's, uh, and some of them have been mentioned by the executive team, which is why they, they came and, and, um, and answered the call when I did contact them. Um, and I think part of it is, is that network, finding that community of learners, not only inside the classroom, but we know informal learning happens um, well beyond um, any of our formal classroom work. And that was, you know, building that connection between our, our alumni, faculty, 
and our current students um, in the program. That was certainly one of my um, interests and in, and in, in thinking about an organ what type of student organization or um, EDD graduate organization. Um, like I said, I definitely look for something with the interdisciplinary thread through it. Um, and then this, and then uh, an opportunity, and Dr. Georges has been thinking about this as well, an opportunity for us to be a little bit more community facing um, in, in some of what we're, we're doing within the program and, and this organization in particular, and, and many societies, you know, many different organizations and, and honor societies have that community facing um, aspect to it. And so I think that was also one of my um, interests is, you know, connecting us together and then seeing how we can bring that energy out into the community as well to serve the community. So those were some of the main reasons why. Awesome. The whole point of this podcast called Beyond the Syllabus is to connect students to resources beyond the syllabus, beyond yeah. the classroom. And so, um, you know, we've done the Career Center, Graduate Student Government, um, interview different faculty about, you know, the communication piece. You were on one of those. Um, Dr. Moss Green did the uh, networking and act presenting in at conferences. And so this is definitely just adds to that list, uh, just like you said, of the value that you can get not just in the classroom. So I think it's great and I hope uh, this you get a great response from the students. So it sounds like you already have been. Yeah. Um, to the executive team, I know you mentioned you have started to get responses and questions from the outreach that just went out. Are you getting any um, of the same question kind of over and over that you want to just maybe take this as an opportunity to address broadly. <laughs> I know sometimes like registration, I'll send an email and I'll get five emails of the same question that I think, should have just said that on my email? Um, and maybe not, but I just thought I'd give you the opportunity if there was an afterthought there that you maybe wanted to address. Uh, Shannon, I can jump in real quick before the others, uh, because I have been getting, I got 28 emails overnight, okay. but, uh, but it was mostly because uh, I made a mistake on the Qualtrics. Um, we had a required question that was just stumping people. So I've made the change. So if you had, if a student is listening to this and has some troubles with the application form, the membership application form, try it again. It should be fixed. Um, and if not, just put the words NA in the second line of the address of the <laughs> address line um, and that'll fix it. Uh, so we're just have a little patience with us as we work through some of the kinks this first year, but um, we're certainly excited to uh, welcome everyone that that, has, uh, that is invited. I think one of the questions that I've gotten multiple times now on emails uh, from the letter are, you know, wanting more information. So I have encouraged people to go to the National uh, AIS website. And, um, and that's usually why I send them the link back on, the, on their emails uh, for them to go and they can check out the whole website that way that kind of gives you a little bit more information and has a few uh, more frequently asked questions and, and, and uh, different ways to search the, the website. 
And so that's a good way. And then I also encourage them to, you know, that we were um, going to do a podcast today um, and to listen for the information uh, through the podcast as well. Great. Do um, you know the link off the top of your head or what they could type in a Google search to find it? Sure. Let me make sure I get it right. I don't want to give you the wrong information. <laughs> nope. I'm putting you on the spot here. All right, hold on just a second. I just sent it. <laughs> so it is aishonors.org. Perfect. Thank you for that information. You're welcome. Anyone else? At the at that website, there's a a what is it called? A shop where you can get um uh honor society regalia so what we're doing this year at the for the induction ceremony because it is virtual we're going to be mailing you every student member their certificate and a lapel pin that hopefully they'll wear, wear proudly at their defense and and other conferences and you know um other events that is appropriate to wear a lapel pin um but for students that are graduating they can order their um their cord that they can wear during graduation ceremony. They have to. There's a shop there at that website where students can can order that regalia for graduation. Right, and also Shannon, I want to remember uh, that after this post podcast, students can hear more about the Honor Society on the Facebook page of the department. Uh, probably you know this, but the name is. Creighton University Interdisciplinary Leadership Programs on Facebook. Also, the students will find more information on the newsletter of the department. We will be publishing and giving more information periodically. And don't forget, check your email if you're a student. If you are a staff or alumni, the email for them will be this week. And accept the invitation no later by Monday, May 25th of this year perfect if you want to for sure yeah, <laughs> and what if students um what if they don't accept their invitation this year but they may want to next year is that a thing is that something that's still possible you guys don't know the answers to these questions because this is brand new but these are questions i think of <laughs> you know shannon that's a great yeah. question it's uh, just something we have not discussed yet. So um, um, I don't want to speak for the group, I guess, <laughs> but I am. Um, I would think that would not be a problem, but we'll, we'll talk about it. And if, if somebody wants to explore that option, they can contact either me or probably Dr. Bloomquist would probably sure. mm. Next year, we will be associate members. So it is always... Yeah the opportunity if you graduate to go in a different category we will think about it for sure thanks for the question yeah of course do you have something to add brie no i think 
um, I appreciate Sarah speaking for the group because like you said, this is new and we're, we're working it out together. But I would say that this is, and again, Dr. Bloomquist can jump in if I'm saying uh, false information, but my understanding is that we would be sending out invitations on an annual basis. So as long as the, the grade point average minimum is met, that somebody would get that invitation again. Okay, great. I know, well, um... It's great. You're a great group, a great team to kind of work through all of these questions that I'm sure will come up and our students know this is the first time and we'll figure it out and there's no reason not to sign up this year. Um, but just in case that was something that popped in my head. Anything else you, yeah, Andrea, do you have a comment? Uh, no, probably my last name is Cuervo, Cuervo Prados. Uh, not Cuerpos, with an S, and no, we look forward to hearing from all of you. Please don't forget and take this opportunity to hear Chris Launi and to ask questions directly to him. We are so excited, and I'm sure we are starting off with the right foot on this honor society. So you all are welcome, if you meet the requisites, for sure. <laughs> I, I no, definitely I uh, add, want to add to Andrea's uh, comment is that who would not want to be part of the initial, the inaugural uh, inductee group? So this is an opportunity that's only going to come around once. So yeah. we want people to be able to participate as much um, as they possibly feel like they can. And um, then we will definitely go from there because obviously we'll have high expectations for this uh, right. inductee group. Um, so we definitely want to make this a, a positive thing. And, I, and I, I definitely want my presidency to actually have some meaning here. So, <laughs> so uh, we definitely want to have the biggest group come in as much as possible. Uh, the more of us, the more we can get done. That's great. Thank you. Anyone else? Final thoughts? All right. Well, I want to thank you all again for being available um, in the evening on Zoom during this crazy time. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad we could talk about this because um, it's a great opportunity for students. So I'm glad Candace had the idea to do a podcast topic. Um, I hope for the listeners, the sound quality is good. <laughs> but as always, if you missed a part, if it was fuzzy, just reach out, ask questions. We're happy to help. And um, thank you all for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for having us, Shannon. And we love your podcasts. You know that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm you. not a podcast expert, but I think we relay a lot of good information here. And now we have a theme song, so we're closer to being legit. <laughs> so again, shout out to Dr. Martin for doing that for us. We're super appreciative. All right. All right, guys. I, um, again, appreciate it, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>